You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Texan, said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hey, everybody. Bonjour, listener. You're listening to another episode of Crack the Case, starring us, Bizarre Buffet. Hey, guys. Hi, it's us. We just cracked a lot of cases. I bet you'd like to know which one. That was such a fun episode when we played the Crack the Case. I think we should bring yeah. it back and do it like again soon. Yeah, oh, yeah I think so, too. We'll have a sequel. And what about Gorilla Phone Calls? Oh, uh, that's know? another good one. I know. We've had a lot of people listening to Gorilla Phone Calls, part two in part, particular. Part two oh. is a good one. Yeah. The sequel. Yeah. People were really upset that we didn't call them either. I know. I'm surprised that we haven't had more requests. If you're interested and you want gorilla phone call number three, yeah, slide into our DMs. Slide yeah. right in. And maybe we'll call you. Yeah. Maybe we'll call the shit out of you. Who knows? Mark, does our episodes tonight have to do with phone calls? Damn. No. Oh. Oh. Well, it w- Part of it would require a um, internet connection, maybe. Oh. Oh. Let me ask the question, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Ask the horny question. We're so horny for oh, it. Oh yeah. My question to start everything off for this episode is: What is the most bizarre video? that you've ever seen on the internet. I'm gonna do a throwback here. Those girls throwing up into that oh, cup. Two girls, oh, one cup. Two girls, oh, one cup. Oh, yeah. I remember Tub Girl was another fucked What's up What's Tub one. Girl? It was, a, it was a picture. It was like an image that used to like go around when like everyone was on AIM. It's disgusting. Like it, it was like a dead body with like tubs stuff in a coming, tub or a tub. Stuff coming out of different like a rotten.com. Yeah, yeah. It was oh gross. god, oh. orifices. Tub girl. Yeah. Oh. You can look that up. In You're your listening own, to uh, Bizarre Buffet, and I'm Tub Girl. Girl. Tub Hi, girl. I'm Tub Girl. You can look that up on your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, do that on your own. We're not going to provide it on YouTube images because we'll get flagged like we did with the Berraris. Yeah. That was a, oh my God, we did get flagged. <laughs> we did that. multiple yeah. times and they still made it. You have to be confirmed that you're an adult to watch. Mm-hmm. So we have what? Two girls, one cup. Mm-hmm. And we have tub, tub girl. Tub girl. Oh, I love the girl. tub girl. Yeah. That was an, that's an image though. It's not a video, oh. but if you I'm look sorry. up tub girl on Google. Yeah. Maybe DM us and let us know yeah. what you yeah. find. Do you know Tub Girl? Are you Tub Girl? Yeah. You could be Tub Girl. We want to know. Tub Girl, if you're watching or listening, let us know. No, mine is actually the inspiration and the platform for today's topic. Oh. For me, the most bizarre or mysterious video that struck a chord with me is the one I'm going to describe okay. to everyone. Oh. So we're going to go back in time a little bit to the early 2000s. I love it. Jen wears the bucket hat. Oh my God, I left it at home. Yeah. I didn't oh, know we were going back. I know. Sorry. This is that. It's okay. We're in the new millennium. Mm. Now, okay. You know? So like when like YouTube first kind of was like on the scene. Yep. Okay. Yeah. YouTube was the new kid on the block. There were some gems back then oh, on YouTube. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Those people are probably still making checks from. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I would say this one is iconic. Oh yeah. It's 2005, to be exact. This is the era of MySpace. The progression of YouTube. Yeah. And then there's other websites out there, too, like 
hotornot.com. Ratemyboo.com. Wrong. Do you guys are remember? I remember that. Oh, oh yeah. I always liked ratemyboner.com. Oh, like you would, you pervert. So there is ratemypoo.com, ratemyboner.com, and then ebombsworld. I remember ebombsworld.com. Oh, yeah. There were some good things on there, too. Can you guys explain for maybe some of our listeners who are younger who mm-hmm. might not know what that is? What Ebombs World is? Yeah. It still exists. It's a website. They would post videos. You could play games. There were games. There was like Wasn't there like a pool game. game? There was a pool game on there. Role-playing type games. Yeah. yeah. They had like Ooh. escape room games on there. I would say Ebombs World, like the video content would would be considered like the viral videos okay. in the early 2000s. Gotcha. Kind of like the TikTok, I guess you would say, of the early 2000s, right? That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a yeah. good comparison. For, for sure. sure. Whoa. And around this time, too, with the internet, you know, it was a time for the like obscure videos to find a new home. Mm-hmm. It left this like weird imprint on digital culture and created a lot of these like mysterious videos where people didn't know what, you know, where it came from or the origins behind it. I would say it's similar to Bathe in My Milk, Mm. Mm -hmm. which was a past episode that we covered if you are interested bathe in my milk.com for me at one time one of the most bizarre videos that i ever saw circulated on ebombsworld.com mm-hmm. so it's 2005 i'm with my friends and we're watching videos on ebombsworld consisting of like a large topless woman lip syncing to my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. oh yeah there was another video of this emo girl wearing a prom dress yell singing Will you go to prom with me? Will you go to prom with me? Will you go Go to to prom prom with me? And then there was also like peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Where you at? Peanut butter jelly with a baseball. Yeah, that's it. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's talk about the video that I actually saw. The footage starts. It's grainy as hell, borderline distorted. Clearly, this footage was done on a video camera circa, like, the 1980s. Mm. Late 80s, probably. Okay. In this video, we see a disfigured woman, almost looking like a skeleton. Clearly, she's disabled. She's dressed in a tight, white, leotard bodysuit that looks like lingerie. (laughs) Is Jen. this bunny goddess? <laughs> Is this bunny goddess? Oh my god. Jen cracked the case bunny. again. Goddess bunny. Close enough. Goddess bunny, yep. but it just inverted. <laughs> All right, we are excited now. <laughs> Jesus, there's no mystery in here. Oh, oh bunny god. goddess. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> She's wearing like pink colored leg warmers, yep. which are clearly too big for her yeah. very skinny and obviously deformed legs. And we're not making fun. No, or it's important to describe, to describe what, what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. She's tap dancing yes. in, you know, just classic tap dancing shoes mm. while spinning a white parasol with a clown <laughs> doll with red hair pinned to her hair. On the top of her head. Very cute. I have to also describe the makeup of choice. So her makeup of choice was like a winged smoky eye with a very dark lip. She has very masculine cheekbones, which was framed in pink blush. 
I remember. Very dainty. Weren't there multiple videos too, or was it just the one? It was one, but there was like different edits. And there, okay, cuts it was different edits. In this video, she dances on a like concrete patio, which looks like you know any person's backyard. The patio has, you know, water stains. There's also a house behind her. In my opinion, kind of created this eerie beige backdrop. You know, it's a sunny day. I think the sunlight created a lot of overexposure okay. to this footage, making it look a little more distorted and unusual. In this video, she dances eerily while twirling a parasol, which is like a fancy lacy umbrella. Cute. One could say. I love a parasol. The person behind the camera has a very shaky hand. There's multiple cuts of this video. In some of them, she's like sashaying creepily towards the camera, eventually putting her face directly in front of the lens. And there's also abrupt cuts of her inside someone's living room yeah. doing this dance too. So Logically, it really makes no sense when you're you're watching it. Yeah, right? it's like, oh, what what the heck is this? What did I just stumble upon? Yeah, yeah. there's not like a clear cut narrative, you could say. But also, you're watching this, and it's kind of obvious that there's something that isn't right. When I was watching it, I was asking myself, like, who's this person? Yeah. Where you did know. they come from? What's their backstory? What's yeah. their backstory? Like, yeah. or what's the story behind the video? Yeah. Exactly. We can clearly see from the footage that there are traits, there's biological traits that are both male and female. Yeah. And we obviously see that this person, they have some sort of medical deformity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it should be noted that the audio is kind of weird, too, because there's no music in the background. It's just yeah. like the tap dance, like, it's like the feet tip-tapping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little like, yeah, just... That's me just walking down the street. Yeah. And, and then it just ends. It comes to an end. Yeah. And there's no credits. There's, there's nothing. And I would say the video is, like, what, three minutes long, maybe? Like... Yeah. Somewhere. It, it's a few minutes. When I first saw this, my brain went into like a freaking overload. Yeah. Who is she? What's yeah. her story? Yeah. And what is she doing with that parasol? Yeah. And, and I was tap shoes. And tap shoes. Tap shoes and a parasol. It's a strong look. Like I literally felt like I watched a snuff movie. It was very mysterious and kind of eerie. Different. But then also too, I felt like shit. Did I just like watch some sort of sick joke? At the expense of a disabled person. Yeah. I was also wondering, like, well, who filmed this? What was the purpose of filming this? Like, yeah. a million of these questions that yeah. we were asking. As time went on, the video went viral. It was shared on, like, blogs that were mm -hmm. on, like, live journal and dead journal communities, which would have been, like, the today's equivalent of, like, Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Good comparison. Yeah. Eventually, it did make its way to YouTube. From this, a lot of people actually... <laughs> came up with a lot of this like silly shit you know people believe that it was a video that was put together from a cult okay some people also gained inspiration from the ring and they thought it was like a cursed movie that if you watched it you would <sighs> like die like tomorrow you would die in seven days oh yeah seven days it kind of became like an early form of a creepypasta okay ultimately it put this mystery person into a spotlight yeah okay we begin to learn more about this video, which took me down quite the rabbit hole in the early 2000s because I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck did I see? Like, yeah. I, what is this? I yeah. felt like I needed to get to the bottom of it. For yeah. Some. Yeah. It was just like there was a lot of mystery and intrigue yeah. behind it. 
we come to learn that this person in the video, she goes by the name of Sandy Crisp, better known as the Goddess Bunny. Love that. Sandy Crisp. Sandy fucking Crisp. Our episode today is about the Goddess Bunny. Oh. So, to answer questions, the footage was actually a clip from a 1994 documentary directed by a gentleman named Nick Bogas. B-O-U-G-A-S, I could be butchering the name. The name of the documentary was called The Goddess Bunny Tour Hollywood's Underground with the Queen of the Scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. Sandy Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we come to learn that this mystery video isn't actually dark at all, Uh but the life that the Goddess Bunny lived was pretty fucking dark. Oh, boy. And because this is planet Earth and humanity is trash. Welcome. Welcome. And it's Bizarre Buffet. It is. It's Bizarre Buffet. got a triple whammy, baby. She became a cruel joke because of her physical appearance. That's That's unfortunate. You know, this is Earth. Yeah. So let's talk about the life of Goddess Bunny. Yes, let's do. Miss Sandy Chris. Her birth is actually quite unusual. Okay. The way that she came into this world. Born as John Bama in 1960. So John Bama was her birth name that Mm. her parents gave her. Okay. Born as John Bama in 1960 in Santa Monica, California, she was actually born on the top of a ferris wheel what a great story mm-hmm. i wish i was born on the How top of a born? ferris wheel I was born on top of a <laughs> ferris wheel was it stuck sandy was born or john was born two months premature okay while on a ferris wheel wow did the so, ferris wheel induce birth i don't know maybe wow. is that possible so upon being born two months premature, her mother actually had the polio virus oh. somehow in her. And even though, yeah, there was a polio vaccine at the time, but because she was born so prematurely and it was, the small. You couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't do anything. Wow. So as John grew older as a child, a.k.a. Sandy, it's hard like because, you know, she identifies as a woman mm-hmm. we accept her as a woman you know but yes but you're telling the, the before gets, yeah and the after right so course. yeah it gets it gets a little complicated so if i fuck up everyone do not come for me yeah i'm part of the community yeah i was not aware that sandy was born a man right goddess bunny sandy crisp sandy, sandy crisp aka john yeah So as John grew older, as a child, John was subjected to malpractice from multiple doctors. Oh, boy. Making their body more and more disfigured (sighs) to the point where they needed to be in a wheelchair. That's awful. And some of these malpractices included being stretched on turning wheels Having a metal bar inserted into her back to help make her taller. Stop. Stop. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Of course, none of these things were even done the right way. Yeah. You know? It just kept making things worse. Also, Sandy was placed in several foster homes uh, where she was constantly 
victimized to sexual abuse. Oh, God. Primarily because of her gender identity and her, obviously, you know, her health-related issues. She was even abused by her doctors. Oh, come on. also used experimental treatments to help her when they were quite torturous. It's sad, but she was also beaten many times where her bones were broken. And some of her foster families would tie her to a bed, force her to eat her own piss and vomit. Awesome. So it's safe to say that her life was not easy or a walk in the park. No. Which I think also, you know, you can go down a whole tangent with this, but I think the foster care system in the United States is is shit. So fucked. I mean... I grew up in a town called Irvington, and we had next-door neighbors that had mentally disabled people living in that house. Yeah. But they slept on the floor and were covered well, in their own excrement yeah, and stuff. It's very important to note that in America, and I'm sure other countries as well, it's very easy to manipulate the system, and it there is. are plenty of people who want to cash in yeah. on people with disabilities, and they do, and they yeah. continue to, and it's a very common thing. So. Yeah. But it gets better, I promise. Like, I know it's a bit of a Debbie Downer, but her life is quite extraordinary and cool as hell. I'm sure she did way more than a lot of people. Yeah. Exactly. So by the time John, a.k.a. Sandy, was 14 years old, she returned back to her home to live with her mother. Now, her mother was deeply religious. Mm. Fully rejected her identity and refused to call her by her new name. Her chosen name. Sandy. So she called her John rather than the preferred name, Mm. which I think is like so cunty. It is very cunty. It's like, what difference does that make to that person doing that? Why do you care? Yeah. And also too, I know when she lived with her mother, the mom was like, okay, you can't dress up and drag. You can't do this. You can't do that. Like, yeah. Fuck you, mom. yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about her rise to stardom. Okay. And how she became a cult superstar. (laughs) Yeah. She was clearly determined to be a superstar. She began to do drag performances in local gay clubs. She would also scrounge up as much money as possible to take the bus or find rides to various cities so she could perform. So she was quite determined. Being a disabled person without a car... Traveling to gay bars was quite the endeavor since buses stopped running at 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not everything was really accessible for her physical needs. Yeah, I can imagine. They still aren't. Yeah. Eventually, she leaves home. She moves to West Hollywood and she joins a community of like punks, yeah. artists, yeah. hustlers, and homeless people. She sewed her sequin dresses herself and she insisted on being treated like a celebrity. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no no games. It was even said by a photographer by the name of Rick Castro in a New York Times article yeah. that she was, quote unquote, a visually extreme person. The way she carried herself was like she was a movie star from old Hollywood royalty. Good for her. Yup. Good for her. He also said that she didn't carry herself like someone that should be ashamed, and she even called her wheelchair her throne. (laughs) I would, too. Yes. I absolutely would, too. I love that. Yeah. 
So as time progressed and she, you know, built her her cult following, she got, you know, small roles in independent films in the late 80s. Hollywood Vice Squad, The Drifter, indie filmmaker made this film called The Goddess Bunny Channels Shakespeare. Wow. So was it Goddess Bunny performing Shakespeare? I think I so. Hope so. I would hope that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Not dancing with the parasols <laughs> and performing a Shakespearean yeah, monologue. Yeah. From, from what I've seen and read and everything in my research is that she couldn't really like remember her lines that well. She so. couldn't? No. <laughs> she would like ad lib a lot. She was like, I'm a star. I don't need to remember. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to sit on my throne and do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. So sit on your throne, do what you want. Just, Sandy Chris. Yeah. yeah. So Sandy also became amused with this cult following in the LGBTQ community. A lot okay. of Hollywood rejects liked her. Punk rockers liked her. And then like the avant-garde art community also took a liking to Sandy. Sandy yeah. Chris. As time progressed and her following grew, she was in a few music videos. She was in Marilyn Manson's music video for The Dope Show. I, I remember that. She also appeared in a lot of these unscripted films that were just shot, you know, by artists on handheld cameras. There was a store called Mondo Video Agogo, and it was a video store in Los Angeles, and it was like all like underground cult videos mm -hmm. that, you know, weren't really mainstream, but you had to go specifically to Mondo Video to get these things. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. She yeah. really punk rock. Yeah. Totally punk rock. She also appeared on obscure local access TV shows uh, that were celebrated by the disenfranchised. One thing that she was really outraged about was that Lassie the dog got a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame before <laughs> a disabled person did. <laughs> I think I would, if I was Sandy um, Chris too, I think I would be. I mean, we singled that dog out. Good listen, for her. Good for her. Fuck that dog. That dog probably had an agent. That dog of course. probably. That dog probably had more lawyers. That dog had a lawyer. Multiple representation. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Than Absolutely. A disabled person. Yeah. Not to be, uh, you know, controversial, but who the fuck cares? Well, I think there were probably at the time more organizations in place for animals than people with disabilities, which is fucked. Yeah. I know that's a, a kind of like a wild statement, but it's true. Fact. So she was actually always surrounded by like interesting characters mm -hmm. or just interesting people. Some of them were a little bit seedier than others. She had a roommate once who was a gentleman that had stumps for legs and only one arm. Wow. And he would dance on the streets for money and okay. shook his little ass like a go-go dancer. Oh, wow. Okay. He also wore really, really tight shorts to show off his huge huge package wow huge okay. well you know what i like the emphasis on you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And i, I love to shake, yeah. shake his little ass yeah i don't have personally the confidence to do such but no. i appreciate the fact that if i don't have it i would want the confidence that i should have to yeah. go to him yeah. or people as such or show what you got yeah. you know good for yeah. him you Capitalize. Know? he was like i might not have limbs i might you know not be stereotypically yeah. what society feels as no, attractive but i got yeah. a huge long yeah he's like i you. got a big dick yeah. and, a, and i'm gonna shake my ass a big yeah. dick and a little ass yeah <laughs> 
I love it. He was no angel because he ended up moving out this the living situation with, you know, the goddess bunny. I hope he Chris. wasn't on the lease. He not only moved out with like his dance partner, <laughs> but he took her rent money. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I Fuck don't him. know. That's like facts. But Sandy sounds like a little diva. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So her rent money got snatched. Oh. Well, by some woman mm-hmm. with only one arm. Another fun fact about Sandy Chris, mm-hmm. she never had a problem finding a date or a good time. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Good for Sandy yeah. Chris. Confidence, whether fake or real, it'll go a long it way. A long it does. Way. It does. Like it till you make it. Yes, absolutely. There are pictures in existence of Sandy in like boy form. As a man, Sandy was very attractive. Can you yeah. have a picture? And I'm like, good for you. Here, he kind of, who's the lead singer from Queen? Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, as a man, kind of like she Freddie does. Mercury. Yeah. You know? Sandy yeah. looks a little like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Sandy was John. Yes. Also, Sandy claims that she was once arrested for hooking. <laughs> <laughs> and for this arrest, she was hooking with an entire football team. An entire football, an entire team. football team. They all had sex with her? Allegedly. When Sandy was in jail, allegedly, she sang Judy Garland to the prisoners. Wow. Judy would sleep. be proud, I'm sure. And a lot of her like performances... She was carried out on stage by sexy leather daddies. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. And it was also said that she could seduce the truck stop Marlon Brando's. The, the truck stop, wait, truck stop Marlon Brando's? Yeah. So, like, the handsome truck drivers? I didn't know there yeah. was a difference yeah. between them. She had taste. She, has, the, she seems to have a some, very acquired taste. A truck stop named Desire. So in the 1994 documentary, she openly talks about being sexually active. Good for her. Good for a, you, Sandy Chris. Yeah. With a like fantastic sense of humor. Now, I love this because it shows that you can be disabled and still have a sex life. Yeah. Because they are no different. Still have well, a fucking else. life. Well, I think it's very, yes, exactly. Still have a life. And I think it's very important for there to be people out there who are like, advocates. you know. Yeah, advocates. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm in a wheelchair and I like to have sex. Right. It's okay. You don't have to be seen as non-sexual. Or you don't have to be seen. Hey, I'm in a wheelchair and I want to perform. Yes, exactly. Facts. I want to be an actor. Yeah. I, I want to be... I an actor, a dancer, a singer. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I am yeah. a woman in a man's body. Like, there's yeah. a lot of... I'm going to embrace who I am and yeah. fuck all of you around me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we still need more of that. We need yeah. more Sandy Crisps in the we world. We do. Well, right now, there's someone I've been following for a while on Instagram, and her name is Wheelchair Rapunzel. <laughs> and what a great name. she is a blonde babe that is in a wheelchair. Now, I can't tell you exactly what her medical issue is or, mm-hmm. you know, disability. Yeah. But, you know, she has similar characteristics that Goddess Money had. So it could be like muscular, it could be whatever. Right. But she takes very suggestive sexualized photos and like lingerie. Good for her. And now she has a boyfriend too. Good and for like, her. Amazing. So she can 
Get it. You well, get it. well, there's this couple, and they're on TikTok, and I know they're on Instagram. It's one man. He, you know, is able-bodied, and the other, um, you know, he is missing his arms and legs, I believe. I've seen them before. Yeah. I love that they're on these platforms because they are showing that it doesn't matter you know what your disability is that anyone yeah where you come from what your disability is they're a perfect example of people out in the world like hey you can have something that is not seen as quote-unquote normal right and find somebody who loves you and you can do these things you know i love that yeah i don't know if the one without his limbs identifies as a male or female. I'm not sure. So I'm just going to say him Yeah, right now, yeah. but I could be dead wrong. But I know he does a lot of makeup. Yes. Too. Interesting. It's, it's fascinating to actually see. And it's like, how the hell do you make up if you don't have limbs? But mm-hmm. they do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, yeah. this is amazing. So yeah. it's really cool. It's, it's cool that it's not hindering them from living Living. their best lives and still being able to do what it is they want to do absolutely and that's what sandy crisp did what i like is that she had a good sense of humor with her just talking about her life or her sexual encounters she seems like the type that would have a sense of humor Yeah, yeah definitely so she had like a great sense of humor and talking about like her life and her sexual encounters. In the documentary that I watched, someone asked her, they were like, okay, like describe your first sexual encounter. She said that she was given a guy a blowjob. And right before, you know, they were supposed to finish, he ended up peeing on her head. Peeing on her head? Unexpectedly. To where she said, this bitch ain't into golden showers. Ah, good for her. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Hey, you know what? Good for you, Sandy. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's okay if you're into that, but if you're not, it's okay to be like, hey, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Trigger warning, everyone. The topic of rape is coming up. So if you're like, you know, triggered. Yeah. Don't listen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, yes. She does talk about multiple times where she was raped. To one example where she said she was more upset that her dress got ruined. Oh. I get it. I do. Aside from that, the dress was also taken from her at the police station. But that's what I liked about her was that she was able to kind of like have... Good spirit. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, the person that raped her was convicted and sent to prison for seven years, which right. is too short of a sentence. She mentions that the court hearing was, in fact, an uphill battle because at the time, the counter argument was that, quote unquote, men can't technically be raped. Oh, that's so fucked. Which is really fucked Shut up. It is. That is, no. It's terrible. To which the goddess bunny said, if a man holds you down while another man fucks you in the ass mm. when you didn't ask for it, what would you call that? And that is why she was fucking awesome. Wow. Because she was fucking real. All right. So obviously, yes, like they won that battle and the person was sentenced. We're going to fast forward a little bit to 1997. She gets married to a gentleman by the name of Rocky Dale Wilson. Sadly, four years after that, he died because of complications of HIV. Before they had met, while her husband, Rocky, he did some time in prison. And during his prison time, he was raped by a prisoner that had the virus. 
Oh, no. So that's how he got it. And then Rocky actually gave it to Sandy Crisp. So, oh, God. Yeah. So on top of the, you know, being wheelchair bound and, you know, not living a life of privilege, now she has HIV. Um, I don't really know, like, her husband Rocky's backstory for sure, but I do remember back in, like, the early 2000s when I went down this goddess bunny rabbit hole, I think he was a go-go dancer and an aspiring actor. I mean, that's all I know about him. There's not yeah. a lot. From this time onward, she ended up living in multiple homeless shelters, and she eventually moved into an assisted living center in South Los Angeles, where her room was filled with art and wigs. Very cool. Now, we're just going to talk about the last few years of her life. In 2014, she ran for mayor, which is fucking cool. Yeah. She got 500 votes. She didn't win mayor, but she got 500 votes. All right. You know, again, it challenges things. Yeah. It challenges society. You have a transgendered person who is disabled running for For an an office. Yeah. Even though she didn't win, it's still a win. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I would say her last hurrah in life was in 2017, where she was in a cult film called Scumbag. In 2020, she was featured in Harper's Bazaar as one of America's most legendary drag queens. That's so nice. I know. Love it. It should also be said, too, that during her lifetime, she took many people off of the streets that were homeless, recovering addicts, or just simply kicked out of their homes for being LGBTQ. She was a quote-unquote mother to many people, even when she herself didn't have a pot to piss in. Sadly, in 2021, which is recently, she died due to COVID. There wasn't like a lot of news, I guess, about her death because she wasn't really that famous, mm-hmm. you know? There she is. With a cigarette in her mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Just living her best life. Yeah, we're yeah. looking at pictures on my notes and there's a picture of her with a cigarette and a lot that's of great. makeup doing yeah. her thing. One of her quote unquote children, Hunter Ray Barker, that's his name, I guess, said the following about her. She was a true master at telling the story she wanted to tell. Even though she would embellish things, the world she presented is one I favor over the one that we live in, which I think wow. is really beautiful. That's really nice. It is. For me, I'm going to give like my little closing statement. Like Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. What was it? Final like, thoughts. Jerry, Jerry, final thoughts. Jerry's final, final thoughts. thoughts. Jerry's final thoughts. <laughs> it was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I think what makes her really fascinating is that at first she was depicted as a monster from society, mainly because of the internet, right? The internet gives too many people a voice that don't deserve one. Yeah. When in reality, she was the complete opposite of a monster. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's just how the world is. And, you know, she's up. It's yeah. beyond fucked up. And she was a very loving person who challenged societal norms while being an advocate for the disabled, the LGBTQ community, victims of child abuse. And with the universe constantly being stacked against her, she still lived her own life on her own terms. Yeah. In my opinion, not to get all philosophical and deep, but I almost feel like her body is more or less a physical manifestation and representation of how the world was cruel to her. But regardless of all of that, she knew her self-worth and, you know, she really made the best of her life, whether it was sewing sequins or smoking cigarettes 
or getting truck stop dick. Yeah. She lived it up. And yeah. I think that's really fantastic. And it that is. is the life and story of the goddess Bunny. That was amazing, Sandy Chris. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. So that's the story. I yeah. loved it. I love her very much. Oh, that's emotional. Yeah. You Do know. any of you have thoughts yeah. on the goddess Bunny? Let us you, know. Do you remember seeing the goddess Bunny? Yeah. Do going you? viral? Let us know because not enough of you interact with us mm-hmm. and we're calling you out for it. Yeah. We know interact, you listen. Interact with us. Yeah. yeah. Let us know Come what you think. Message us. us on Instagram. Yeah. Message us on Instagram. Go on our website, bizarrebuffet.com. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. We have a Patreon. We do. Yes. If you're we feeling do. generous, Absolutely. subscribe and you'll get all sorts of goodies. That's Monthly right. Perks. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, you can let us know. You can give us suggestions of what you would like to see on Patreon. We're waiting. We're waiting yeah. for your notes. With that being said, my name is Goddess Rabbit. And I am a pair of tap shoes. <laughs> I love that. And I'm the truck stop Marlon Brando. Oh, wow. Oh, my God, yes. Top girl. girl.